It came from Gen X. <laughs> All right. Good talk. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to It Came From Gen X. I am Keith Porter with your other hosts, Michael Skinner and Brian Fisher. And we say welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the show about life through the eyes of Gen Xers. And we hope that you enjoy. And please welcome to the show, Mr. Michael Skinner. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how you guys doing? Long time no here, huh? Seems hey. like we were just here a couple days ago, but uh, no, doing well. Had a good weekend. Uh, finally got to have some laughs with some friends who came over for dinner. It's like and, medicine. Uh, what's that? It's like medicine. It's like medicine. We had a night of laughter mm. with my sister and a couple friends, and uh, it was much needed. That's for sure. Uh, that's good. I laugh at your sister, too, so mm-hmm. I get it. Okay. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> all right. Say hello to our other host, Mr. Brian Fisher. What's going on, bud? How are you, man? Good relaxing weekend as well. Glad to be here. So I am having one of the best substances known to man right here. Apple cider? Yep, that's right. <laughs> kind of. This is a, a locally brewed Conway's Irish Ale from Cleveland, Ohio. It's an I, Irish thing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I am an even more Irish uh, at, at this time of year. So, yeah, okay. absolutely. So I am well doing it. it yeah, glad to be here, guys. Good. I didn't do anything this weekend except relax. Good. And uh, no problems with that. Uh, I needed it, so it was good. But uh, got out there in the cold today, got a lot done. And uh, getting closer and closer to feeling like my old self. So that's always good. So good show for you today, people. Um, we want to thank all of our listeners I was about to say this. It's feel weird coming out of my mouth. Hi to all our listeners across the globe. Yes. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> ah, there we go. Great. Yeah. Yes, we're what you call a global phenomenon, people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have you, you sort of have the the pandemic is up here. Right. 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 And then we're just maybe second or third. Yeah, <laughs> as far as there, right. yeah, you might yeah it, it, it yeah you Keep may not view going. it as a positive yeah, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah okay all right all right well with that being said uh we got a lot to talk about so we won't delay too much uh fish tell them where you can find the show all right so well Skinner before I tell when you wanted to clarify something then I will tell the folks where we could uh, where they could find us out there. Yeah, so. I just I just wanted to do a quick clarification. I listened to last week's show and um, made it sound <clears throat> when we was talking about me and uh, going to the hospital while I was trying to recover from COVID and I wanted to be clarified that I was out of my my uh, my time that I had to be quarantined and it was in my recovery time where I was trying to generate energy just to get up out of bed and and uh, go to work and handle the business that I had to at the hospital. But uh, I was clearly out of my 14-day uh, quarantine and no symptoms, so I'm not out there running to the hospital trying to transmit COVID. I just wanted to be clear with that. So stop your me emails, people. Please yeah. stop. We were getting several <laughs> angry messages from Germany. So thank you for, for clarifying that. So. All right, so uh, you might be listening to us on WMVU.org, Global Internet Radio, Mondays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Just pull up their app, hit Play Live Now, and you can listen to us there if you would like. And they also have other uh, uh, good content with shows and music or what have you. That's all free streaming there. You can listen to us whenever you want to, on demand, on your favorite podcast platforms. We are on Google Podcasts. Uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Outcast, and more. So uh, just give us a subscribe on your favorite platform. And as we publish new episodes, they'll pop in your feed for free. All show information can be found on our Linktree account. So we have our videos for each episode or on YouTube channel. It came from Gen X. You can find a link to it there. Our Facebook page, TikTok. Instagram, Twitter, links to all our social medias on our Linktree account. Just look for it came from Gen X Linktree, L-I-N-K tree. Uh, nothing to log into, just simply a page to get to our links. 
Uh, you can also find all show information on our website. It came from genx1word.wordpress.com. Again, links to all new episodes, videos, fun stuff, bios, whatever, all there for you. And if you are so inclined, if you want to get Keith a shirt with some sleeves on it or something like that, you may uh, donate to the show if you'd like through our Patreon pay- or link on our website. This would have uh, sleeves. They're, yes. I, I ran out of money. So mm-hmm. if you'd like to help me get the sleeves for this, that'd be great. There you go. So if you wish to become a Patreon, find information on our website there. So maybe a like our stuff to protect that forehead of his too. There you go. There you go. If you like our stuff, give us a like, subscribe, a share. We appreciate your support. Thank you Thank so much. You. Thank you, Fish. And Fish is rocking a rarity. Yeah. I have yeah. never seen it. But mm-hmm. Larry Bird's college Indiana State jersey. Yes, indeed. Certainly a classic and a rarity. Uh, Fish, a, a huge Boston Celtics fan, huge Larry Bird fan. So Absolutely. Great, great jersey. I believe that was a gift from his lovely girlfriend, Allie. You're correct, sir. And uh, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And my man Skinner is rocking old school Metallica. Yes, sir. Uh, nice. Yeah, that, that's about nice a friendly shirt. Go ahead, Skinner. Damage Inc. Uh, tour. It's a birthday present from uh, Mr. Fisher. Uh, okay. But yeah, this is a retro uh, Damage Inc. tour, um, a tour shirt for Metallica. Very, 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 very nice. Okay. I got, uh, I found these on, on Amazon, and I, I love these shirts. They're, uh, it's in the shape of a cross, but the word says faith. And I uh, just love the design, and they make great undershirts under your regular shirt. So, uh, just a reminder, half face. All right. So, with that being said, Skinner, World News, take it away, buddy. World News. All right. Well, I got a couple things here before I go into the main story. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, but a little bit about uh, the CDC and, and COVID. There is a new variant that they are seeing, and it's uh, right now being called the Deltacron. Now you would think it's a you would think it's a mutation between the Delta and the Omicron variant, but it's actually a mutation between the Delta and the flu, the influenza virus. Oh yeah. So I can only imagine what this thing is going to do if it actually goes in and. it's going to wreak havoc all over the place. I saw a story about that a week ago. They were unofficially calling it uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, flu, flu Macron, something silly like that. Um, right. The combination of the two. I had a feeling this was going to happen. Well, let's right. let's hope that it uh, doesn't mutate like the uh, or uh, go like a freight train like the Omicron has over here yeah, over the last couple of weeks. Everybody Have I've talked seen to the new COVID pills. Yes, uh, I have seen that. Yeah, it's like uh, some company came out with one, and the Pfizer has one that's supposed to be very effective. But I don't know if it's been officially approved yet, which is a whole. I don't get the slowness of trying to get these things approved. I mean, the vaccine was one thing and the pills, but yeah, I guess if you if you have symptoms early on, the pills can help combat that in lieu of a of a shot. Wow, gotcha. Yep, yep. And another quick story. Um, I hate to to bring things down, but there was another uh, apartment fire. This time it was in New York City in the Bronx. Actually, it was in the Bronx. A fire that started on the second floor was was completely kept on the second floor. It was a twelve story building, and the people that were that were in the apartment that the fire happened ran out the door and was able to escape the building. Unfortunately, they were not able to close their door, and the smoke uh, was completely engulfed the entire building. Seventeen, the last confirmed seventeen passed. Nine of those were children, which just breaks my heart. Hmm. There's 20 Hmm. currently in the hospital with uh, smoke inhalation. 
And what they're saying is it's a faulty space heater that's to blame for this particular fire. So wow. condolences and our thoughts and prayers from, from all of us here at Gen X for that family, uh, all those families uh, yeah. affected by this fire. The building, I, I, I guess, is completely going to be. I don't, um, I don't believe in sticking our head in the sand, but thoughts like that I have to just dismiss because it's too much, you know, to think about the, the kids in particular. Right. Yeah, right. It's terrible. You, you know, there should be a referendum on space heaters. I understand this is America. I understand capitalism. I get it, all that. But there are some things that should not be allowed to be made cheap. Right. There should be a level of standard on space heaters. Well, if you look they at my... They should all be shielded. And they look at my camera real quick. Certain, certain materials. Um, yeah. We've got space heaters that are just, I mean, don't get me wrong. It can happen with, with anything, but there's some of these space heaters that are so cheap. They're just hazards, man. And, you know, people don't have an understanding of, uh, uh, of how to run them. And if it's freezing outside and you're cold, you're going to just run it, right. you know, without thinking, you know, your average poor family per se. If there's just I don't know, man. It just really, really bothers me when when things like that cause the death of of, of people, and there's no a, responsibility. You, I got you. If you look at my camera, I've got a space heater down here in our basement. Um, when it gets really cold outside, uh, the um, the furnace isn't staying on long enough to get enough heat down here in the new new. Uh, basement uh, slash bedroom so i'm having to turn it on but we didn't pay a we paid a pretty penny for it we didn't buy cheaply knowing we wanted to stay safe so this thing it's as soon as it gets knocked over it shuts off completely and um but uh, yeah like you said those things should there should be something against a 15 dollars space heater that doesn't have all the the safeguards that need to be instituted on those things yeah but just to clarify what i'm saying is Somebody should be able to buy a fifteen dollars space heater, and right. not have to worry about it being a death trap. Nope, I got you. Yeah. But the you know the old adage is you buy you pay you get what you pay for. That, unfortunately. That's what I'm saying. I understand all that, but it's just certain yeah. things. I think there should be an exception for. I got you. That, that's that, one that, of that's those. One of them. Absolutely. Fish? No, I, I agree with what you said. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, some folks, as you're trying to as you're trying to say, can only afford so much. And like mm -hmm. you say, there should be a standard to where just because I can't afford a higher quality necessarily, I should I should have the same safety measures uh, across the board. So, yeah. Right. yeah, I agree with you. Very, very dangerous. So one more story, and uh, this is uh, probably a first for us. Uh, we are going to Colombia down in South America. A 60-year-old by the name of Victor Escobar who suffered from COPD, and he was uh, been fighting it for some time now. Um, if you know anything about COPD, especially on the chronic side or the, the extreme side, there's no quality of life, and it's a degenerative thing that there's no way to operate. You just get worse. Mm -hmm. He passed away by euthanasia. Uh, he was euthanized and passed away yesterday morning. Uh, today's... Uh, Monday, January 10th. This was uh, done on Sunday the 9th. Uh, it says, Victor, who suffers from COPD, was the first non-terminal illness patient to die by euthanasia. And it is legal in the, the you know state or the, the country of Colombia. We have a quote here from him. We reached the goal for patients like me who are not terminal but degenerative to win this battle a battle that opens the door for other patients who come after me and who right now want a dignified death. Um, also, right after he passed, there was another one, a lady by the name of, um, where is her name? Uh, her name is eluding me at this point. I apologize, but she was suffering from uh, ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. 
She was euthanized later that morning in a different city there in Colombia. So, first of all, uh, saddens me to hear that these people are going through these tough diseases and have suffered for as long as they have. And, you know, there's a side of me that says, I'm not sure that this is a good thing, being able to allow people to do this. But I also have to sit back and say, okay, who am I to judge how much pain and suffering these people want to take and just say, I'm done. You know, short of taking a gun to their heads, this is, you know, this is a more, as he said in his statement, a more dignified way to, you know, to move on into to afterlife. What do you guys have to think about this? Wow. I know it's a pretty tough that subject and kind of throwing a- it at you out of, out of the blue, but hopefully um, I didn't throw a curveball too bad, too good of a curveball for you. Yeah, that's a real heavy subject right there. Uh, like you said, who who are anyone to tell someone what they can take and what they can't take? All I can say, me in my position, being a man of faith, all I could do or would do in that situation is give someone the word of God. That's all I could do. But... Uh, it's scary to think about this becoming, like you were alluding to, a, tr- a, tr- a thing now. I don't want to say trend. This isn't trending. No, it is not this a trend like by wearing any means. A, you know, the new kind of blue jeans. But but this becoming a regular thing. Um, and I've learned about pain in the last few years like I never have before. Mm-hmm. And will never, ever judge or criticize anybody about it again uh i think i know what pain is but i'm sure somebody knows on a level i can't even imagine so um that's all i could do or would do i i i don't even know where to begin with that to tell someone um what you could take or what you could take but at the same time basically you're taking your life is what you're doing I mean, it's assisted suicide. In, in, it's in exactly what form. it is. That's exactly what it is. So, mm-hmm. and you know, we've had that whole, if you want to put a genetic spin on it, we had that whole conversation come up with the whole Kevorkian thing years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that got started, um, he really felt that he was being benevolent and helping these patients. Um, you know, when you first heard that story, you were like, Oh, shame on you, blah, 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 blah. But if you listen to Kevorkian talk and you listen to him talk about his patients and hear what the patients were saying, it I didn't say you had to agree, but at least you understood a little bit, uh, you know? Right. So um, it's going to open up that whole conversation again. And we didn't find any answers then. I don't think we're going to find any now. Fish? Yeah, some have taken the option to go back and listen to every one of our episodes. It's just another option. Ah, you know. there you go. So you're terrible. No, but uh, <laughs> all seriousness, I mean, I, 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 I think people should have a choice if it is a, it's a certainly a dignified way to go, and certainly you should. It should be a family type decision, is what I think. If if the if the if the patient is cognizant to express his or her wishes you know what i'm saying or and or he or she has put something into an agreement to where my last wishes are if my family who i trust determines or something along that line but you know to to not allow themselves and or to have their loved ones watch someone suffer for I don't know. I, I just yeah. think there. I I just think it's a. It could be a dignified way to go if it's done. Well, I, I think that's correctly. Yeah. One of the best, better points I've heard about it. Um, you know, one thing on this show, we don't pretend to know all the answers. Um, and I certainly wouldn't even begin to pretend that I have any answers. Uh, for this. Uh, but like I said, um, about just being a man of faith, I I, I would present them with what I know uh, and, and what I believe if they don't uh, 
already know, which I, I would find it hard to believe if you want to do that. But at the same token, um, I wouldn't begin to try to tell someone what they should or shouldn't do in that position. So, right. All yep. right. Thanks, uh, Skinner. That's that's a heavy, heavy, heavy subject, and we'll certainly keep an eye on that. I don't want to keep an eye on it to see if it's like you know the new football schedule. I just really hope that we don't have to hear about this happening over and over and over and over again because you know how people are um what becomes something official makes it on a street level and you start seeing kids making decisions like this right and uh wow all right okay uh thanks a lot skinner um on to some sports and music music Okay, guys, so let's start off with a little bit of music news today. Lots of little tidbit things. I actually skipped some stuff. Um, if someone was a big music buff buff, and they were listening to us, they'd be, hey, what about this? What about that? So forgive me. Um, we only have so much time, so I just kind of brought up some, some points or people uh, related to us. Um, first of all, this is the anniversary date. Of the death of one of music's icons, uh, David Bowie died on this date in mm. 2016. Uh, wow! His battle with liver cancer mm. <sighs> certainly was the most unique person in rock and roll. Hasn't been another like him. Lots of duplicates, but there's only one David Bowie. And Fish, I understand you've seen some. Some things on television related to this. Yeah, they're doing. Uh, there's a lot of groups. And I don't know when it is, so forgive me. But it's mm. uh, a lot of musicians are doing tributes. I think it's a tribute concert they're going to stream out there, where the folks are going to come out and honor him and uh, do some cover songs and stuff like that. So maybe that's even today. I'm not exactly sure, but it's cool just the same that a lot of musicians are coming back to honor him in a unique way with this uh, streaming tribute yeah. and concert. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Just, I, I, I need to go back and listen to his old stuff. I'm not as familiar with his stuff as maybe I could or should be. Right. But certainly in our generation in the eighties, he was just so cool. He had that sleek, you know, always wore the suits as we know, and, and had the cool videos and stuff like that. China Girl and different songs out there. So he was definitely a, a weird MTV dancing. star for sure yeah. back in our wow. time. So sure, yeah, just 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 a cool cool guy. So that's nice that he's getting some uh, love out there. I'll tell you, yeah, it is, and I'll tell you what I appreciated about about it. I like I appreciate the fact that there's an effort made to present these legends to a younger generation. They're sure. not just letting them, you know, die off. You know, they're reintroducing uh, this music that we grew up with. Um, it's like the like the, the the video game Rockstar. You know, I have an appreciation for that game. Um, I have heard songs come on the radio, and my son was singing. I'm like, how do you know that? You know, Rockstar, like, cool, you know, it's serving a purpose there. So uh, good for them, um, you know, sh showing tribute to David Bowie and not just letting this legend uh, die off. Any thoughts, Skinner? No, Fisher kind of took my thoughts, too. Um, I have to go back and listen to some of his old stuff, like he's saying. Okay. I, I don't know him as well as I probably should, but he's certainly one of those icons. Right. If you think of the 80s, you think of David Bowie, you think of Sting, you think of the right you know robert palmer and, and fairly enough guys. to be fair i don't know anything past his hits yeah you know i haven't listened to like david boy albums or anything like that right maybe a little early for us and to clarify that concert happened saturday it was january the oh, 8th oh okay we need to find that there for sure yeah so it's you know guys from duran duran a lot of people did uh you know came on wow. to do that so yeah january the 8th that, that, that happened Absolutely. Find that 75th birthday live stream concert is what it was. So okay. pretty cool. Yep. Now, Skinner. In yes, 1976. <clears throat> this young I buck was, was five years old. I was eight years old and very impressionable. And I was in love with a local movie talent by the name of Superhost. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Superhost would play movies here on our beloved Channel 43, WUAB. Yes. And every now and then, Superhost would do some skits. Mm-hmm. And he did a skit one day that totally captivated me. It was to a song recorded by a man <laughs> by the name of Bill Fries, who was an advertising agent. And I don't even know the story how he got to record this song, but he recorded it under the name of C.W. McCall. The song was called Convoy. Mm. And a movie was made. Yep. And Mac... Our, uh 18-wheeler trucks have never been any more popular in this country than it was in 1976. It starred Chris Christopherson and Allie McGraw. Hey, Allie. And uh, it was about a bunch of truckers, and they did the skit to the song. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I loved the song, loved it to this day. Uh, it was amazing. I've always been marvel how Hollywood can take up the most benign subject and make it something huge. And who would ever thought to make a movie about eighteen wheelers? Uh, but it was huge, huge. You know, everybody wanted to have a Mack truck, if you would, back then. Uh, I love the movie, love the song to this day. Do you remember Convoy Skinner? I remember the movie. Like I said, I was four, going on five years old, so I don't remember. When that came out, but that song, yeah, that's that's one of those songs from the seventies. Um, everybody knows, no matter what you're, you know, whether you're born in seventy yeah. one or born in seventy nine, you've heard. You gotta that song. catch that movie. One of the best endings. Oh, the, to a movie. the movie's fantastic. I still remember the movie. Chris oh, okay. Christopherson. We talked yeah. about him, I think, a couple weeks ago, or some. Uh, maybe it was in another conversation. Mm. That guy was a a great actor. Yeah, the and, great um, Ernest Borgnine was in that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just remember Borgnine. those old old eighteen wheelers. They didn't have the wind, the wind things up on top of them. They were just a box oh, God, on no, wheels. No, they were boxes, man. Big yep. boxes on Big wheels. Square dude. boxes on wheels. But yeah, that Absolutely. movie. If, if you've never seen it and you're a Gen Xer, shame on you. You've got to go see. Yeah, that. absolutely. Fish. Yeah, it definitely helped. Uh, Bring the CB culture to new levels, I'm sure. So, mm-hmm. just a what a phenomenon that was back then. And you know, then shortly thereafter, in, in you know, '77, you had the huge, huge, huge Smokey and the Bandit movie come out, with obviously it was oh, yeah. huge and CB and the trucking and the all that stuff. So, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of those types of movies in that era. So, yeah, the 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 story, of the Rubber Duck. Um, the rubber was, duck, yeah. 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 It was just a just a fun song even to this day. Absolutely. And it, Absolutely. It, think about that. That was in that era, heck, that was the you know, the closest thing we had to they, people had the cell phones at the time. To jump on a radio and yeah. be able to talk to people, you know, well, like that. So quick story about cool. CBs is yeah, when that movie came out, we still were doing CBs in the mid eighties. And that's something. 16, 17 years old, driving around Kenmore, up and down the boulevard. Matter of fact, Marcy's mom and dad um, used to have the bass set up on their <laughs> set up there in the living room. And this thing, they had a big, huge antenna. Probably went there were all the feet. antennas. Yeah, that was crazy. This thing went like 15 feet up on their, on their roof. That used to oh run around Kenmore God. with the CB, and we would, you know, they would always, but yeah, no. And of course, that, the whole weird caveat about that whole thing was none of your conversations were private. No. <laughs> no, not unless you went to some obscure channel that nobody went on, but yeah, there was only, exactly. but there were only 50 channels, if I remember right, or something to that effect. So there weren't very like many. That. So okay. did you brought so beyond the CB? Did you was it like, did it have a speaker option or something like that where you could talk outside the car? You know, no. Did, did you, no, that. nothing no, like it that. It wasn't a Knight Rider okay. car. <laughs> just, okay, oh, just I thought the CB were just the coolest thing ever. Okay, yeah. hey guys. Also, this day in 1958, guy by the name of Jerry Lee Lewis, one of my favorite old school artists, uh-huh. uh, hit number one with "Great Balls of Fire," yeah. uh, classic, classic, well known song until this day. Uh, the the note that I saw in Jerry Lee Lewis when I wanted to bring it up was he was the first rock artist up to that point that did not play guitar and played the piano instead. Uh, it was thought that you couldn't be cool playing the piano, and he changed that whole thing just by the way he played it. He said, you know what? I'm going to rock. I'm not going to sit here like, uh, you know, Beethoven 
or something. I'm going to rock this freaking piano like I'm rocking a guitar. And yeah. he changed music forever. Never seen nothing like it. Uh, he beat that piano up. Um, I would imagine he had a lot of tunings in his life after he got done doing a show. Any Have you seen anything like Jerry Lewis since that Fisher? Yeah, guys like him and uh, even Little Richard, right? So just mm-hmm. you're right. It just took that whole. It's just cool. Put the yeah. foot up on the on the piano yeah. just to be creative. Rock it back and forth. All that stuff these guys were doing back then. So yeah, he was definitely a, a trendsetter in that respect. So cool music. You know, yeah. You know, and you wonder if some of the rock uh, uh, organists, you know, through the seventies and all that, yeah. where they they were. I would I would have to assume they were probably influenced by people I like him and Little so. Richard and others out there. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You know, one of one of the cool things I liked about what Jerry Lewis did. He exemplified what the piano truly is. Some people think it's a string instrument, and it's actually a percussion instrument. Hmm. A lot of people don't know that. So, he and he treated it as such. He showed how what that could be. So, yeah. Skinner, yeah, two names that come to mind after Jerry Lee Lewis, and he was probably one of their mentors, is Sir Elton John, okay, and Billy Joel, both. They were piano very, players. Very good. Yes. They didn't play. Sure. You know, their musical instrument was the piano. They didn't play the guitar. And look at the careers of yep. those two men. So I think yep. they took a very close path like Jerry Lee Lewis did. Definitely musical <laughs> descendants of Jerry Lewis. Yeah. You can see yeah, that plain as day. Yeah. Did good you call, guys ever, call. I don't see him anymore, but ever go to a piano bar setting where you got two guys sitting at a piano dueling it out? I've never mm. got to see that. I, that I, is I one of there. the most coolest experiences I think yeah. I've ever had in a music scene. You know, short of live, and, and it's an experience. If you ever get the chance to do it, definitely take the time because it's something else. Okay. Yeah, yeah we took we took our cruise skinner. That my favorite bar on that whole ship was, was that little piano bar right. where the guy would sit up there and play the piano and sing alongs and all that stuff. It was just a, just a lot of fun. So, right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's that's the most recent one for yeah. It was that on that cruise. That okay. guy was from like Britain or something. And as soon as nine yeah. o'clock came in, because he he started his set at I think it. No, he started his set at nine, and once eleven o'clock came around, he said, "Any kids under the age of eighteen." Get the bleep out, and it was yeah. just you know. Yeah, because I don't want you to hear no effing cursing. It was yeah, adult it was entertainment, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't crude or lewd or anything like that. But you know, able to say and do whatever he wanted. He was one of the greatest performers on that ship, and we okay, went back let's move several on, guys. nights. Got a lot of stuff to cover here. Forget All right. that guy. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> uh, real quick. Um, In other words, shut the hell up. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, also born on this day, a young man by the name of Chris Smith. Chris Smith was best friends with a guy by the name of Chris Kelly. Chris Smith was 12, I believe. Chris Kelly was 13. And they recorded a song under the name of Chris Cross. The song was Jump. Uh, <laughs> these two little ignorant kids changed music. <laughs> In the worst possible way. Oh, my God. Do you remember Chris Cross Skinner? Oh, I do. My sister was infatuated with him. My <laughs> <Fingers>. goodness. <laughs> you know, there are just some styles. I try not to judge and be that old fuddy-duddy guy, but some stuff is just stupid. <laughs> we were teenagers this when those guys came stupid. out. stupid. And it was the wearing of the jerseys backwards, the pants backwards. <laughs> I, just stop, yeah. stop already, fish. Yeah, wasn't that too practical, right? So it's like you, the the backwards pants. I mean, it, it's funny. You probably, you, 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 I'd love to be in that conference room somewhere. People are saying we gotta, we need a gimmick here or something like that. And somebody says, "Hey, how about we wear our clothes backwards?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. That's yes, gonna, Let's that's going to be our trend. Yeah, yeah. What if I have to take a leak? That, the, the, yeah. Don't worry about that. It's impossible. You won't be able. To, you won't be able to do that, right? So someone's got to. Somebody you have to ask someone in the men's room to actually unbuck, unbutton your pants. Yeah. So I'm you can glad take a that leak. Didn't last but. forever. Uh, some oh. stuff you can't get rid of. Some stuff comes and goes. Um, this whole pants hanging down thing is still lingering on. It's it's one of the dumbest, foulest 
uh, <laughs> fashion trends I've ever seen. Um, but anyway, okay, uh, moving on. Uh, also on this date, 1943, Jim Croce died. Uh, Jim Croce, famous, uh, two biggest hits, Time in a Bottle, uh, Song I Love, and, of course, Bad Leroy Brown. Guys, question. Is the day of the folk singer dead, Fish? I, I'm i just not that familiar with any. I'm sure it's got to exist out there. I mean, certainly it did transcend into our generation. I think it's someone like a Tracy Chapman type person. Okay, okay. Certainly yes. in our generation mm-hmm. made it very big, and it was a very cool sounding music and all that i'm just not looking for it but i'm sure it exists but certainly he was one of the first to make it big that i could think of anyway and his music is good yeah uh i'm glad you brought up tracy chapman that's that's probably the only example i can think of right now i'm sure there's more but i look excuse me i looked up folk singers on google and the first thing that came up is all the old school people Mm -hmm. um but tracy chapman's in that in that list and she's the only one that I can probably think of right now. But I'll tell you what, I certainly learned not to judge things. I was at work one day, and a guy I worked with, he was off. He pulled up with his wife, and he goes, Hey, Keith, we had these tickets to a concert tonight at Blossom. We can't make them. You want them? I, yeah, sh- sure. Who is it? Oh, it's Tracy Chapman. Uh, yeah, why not? A concert's a concert. Good for you. I went... And I remember thinking, because, you know, I, I've been to, you know, Metallica and Scorpions and all this. And I remember going, where's the freaking security? <laughs> you know, Don't I need went, that. I went through yep. the ticket thing like this, ready to get searched. And they're looking at me like, what? <laughs> There's like no security. People are smoking weed. I'm like, what is going on here, man? <laughs> it, it was so pleasant. I didn't know where I was. I'd never been to Blossom where it was so a pleasant environment. And she came out, and it was one of the best, most pleasing evenings sure. uh, uh, ever. Uh, and I really became a fan of hers after that. There any thoughts, Skinner? Any, any folk singers left? I don't know of any offhand. Tracy Chapman was the one that came to mind. The only thing even close with today is probably indie. Indie singers would be a form of that, but certainly Wait, not. Well, let me ask you a question. Would you consider like an Ed Sheeran a modern-day folk singer? That probably of more of a pop folk, pop I folk, think. Yeah. yeah, I would I would think, right? Okay. All yeah. right. Uh also, guys, bir- uh, happy birthday. Uh, one of my favorite artists of all time. I'm not a guy that's into this female artist. Female, I'm, She's an artist. Um, Pat Benatar, one of the greatest voices. I was listening to her last night, uh, even, you know, through some headphones. Um, just a huge, huge fan of hers and Neil Giraldo. Pat Benatar, fan skinner. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we we had a lot of female artists in the rock industry uh, during our upbringing. So, yeah, it was easy to, to just say she was an artist and she was very well liked. I got to see her live once, and it's probably one of my favorite top five shows. She was actually. a rocker. I wish I could have seen yeah. her. Fish? Yeah, she was terrific. I mean, she obviously came on when MTV was, if I recall correctly. Second video. Pat Bennett. That's right. Thank you. Yes, first female video and second video on MTV. And you're right. She just had hit that music, and she, she was smart enough and talented enough to use that medium, and just terrific. Like I said, just terrific music. A lot of fun. Definitely influenced, I'm sure, as we talked on prior episodes. A lot of young ladies that uh, from our generation, I'm quite sure, had a Pepinatar haircut. Is, yes. Uh, as yep. far as with her race and, and I love the, 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 the homage they paid to her in the uh, uh, Fast Times at Richmond High movie. Oh, uh, yeah. They refer to the girls that have the Pat Benatar look. Oh, and, yeah. I, saw her, I saw her in concert before. It, it was years ago at Blossom. Wow. Yeah, it was okay. it was Loverboy, Pat Benatar, Journey, and somebody. Excellent. Wow, you can't beat that. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous talent. Her and Neil. It's just uh, her husband, lovely. Neil Gerardo, one of the most lovely. underrated uh, guitar yeah. players, songwriters 
in history for sure. Yep. Okay, great. Okay, and then last guys, uh, uh, also this day, happy birthday to the Hot Rod himself, Rod Stewart. Still, mm. uh, this day, loved by women even in our age bracket. Hot Rod Fish, what do you know? This is cool, man. It's just you know, he, the unique voice. Yeah. Uh, that raspy voice and all. We all know his voice. And then he's still to this day, he's he's popular out there. And we have a TikTok is, account as we talked about earlier. Uh huh. And and there are a lot of young folks out there doing like this little simple dance to if you want my body and you think I'm sexy, and they just do like a twirl and stuff like that. It's actually and Rod Stewart himself has a TikTok channel and him and his family. It's very sweet to see this. It's like he's still he's doing the same little dance to his own music around a Christmas tree and all that. So go check out the Rod Stewart TikTok to check him out. So still relevant today. Very cool. Good stuff. I All think. those great classic songs of his. You know what my favorite song of his, though? Hmm. Bring over some of your old Motown records. I love that song. He's just good. Yeah, he's just yeah. good. Okay. All right, guys. Moving on to sports real quick. Sports. Um. Obviously, by the time you folks hear this tonight, uh, Alabama and Georgia will have played the national championship game. And just real quick, Yawn. who you hey. got? Well, the score is yawn right now, <laughs> to be true. Yeah, who who you got uh, in this, Skinner? Real quick. Uh, my who I could care less who wins it, but if I had to pick, I'd want Georgia. Okay, fish. I uh, just anybody but Alabama. Just, just tired, tired okay. of it. Georgia, hopefully. Okay, guys. I I, I wonder who you got now. Who you want to win? <laughs> who I got? Georgia. How about you that? Yeah, Georgia. I think Georgia's gonna pull it off. Uh, myself. Just that tremendous defense. They're a little bit ticked off about the SEC. I think they can do it. So, okay, guys. Well, my one main sports story tonight. Uh, of course, I'm, it's well known. Uh, I am a huge uh, Steelers fan, and Ben Roethlisberger is on Sorry. his last ride. That ride is set up. Um, that ride is still continuing. We feel are, for you. An unlikely appearance in the playoffs. Um, yesterday was an unbelievable day. But anyway, I'm uh, getting to Ben Roethlisberger. So, you know, much has been said about him throughout the week. Uh, he's been covered because this is his last right. And I've heard so many different shows and and uh, sports analysts uh, give their take on him and his career. And it's all been very interesting hearing the different perspectives. And I try to listen to all of it so I could get a good, you know, roundabout uh, embodiment of, of what the, the sports uh, world thinks. And I've, I've heard all the good, the, the bad, the praise, the comments. And um, I, one thing Colin Coward has been reiterating all week long was that Ben Roethlisberger unlike all the other quarterbacks, was blessed with all the tools. He had the size, the height, the strength, the arm. And even though he agreed that he had a Hall of Fame career, he said he could have done so much more with it. Uh, was never committed to the offseason. His game didn't change very much throughout all the years and blah, blah, blah. And he's been very critical of that. Um, and he's been saying that all week. But I heard Joy Taylor today say something very interesting. Um, she actually... Uh, countered that statement. She goes, yeah, that's true, but you know what? That's what was asked of him. He is the last of the old school quarterbacks, and that's how they were and what they did. This new generation, you know, works out in the offseason. They're all strong. They all can run fast. Is being the last of an era, is that position changing that much drastically? Your thoughts, Skinner? Uh, yeah, you look at all the kids that are up, coming up through today. Uh, they're all, you know, fast, athletic, strong. Um, they're not built like Big Ben is or built like even mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield is kind of a long. He's not as big, but he's not the, the tall, athletic, fast Got a lot of short quarterbacks in the league now. Yeah. It used to be just your Drew Brees. Now we got just a slew of them. Fish? Right. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that uh, with that opinion. So it's, you know, it, I think that to play quarterback in the future, we, you're going to see more guys that can run the ball, get out of the pocket quickly, and throw. And that's just not Roethlisberger's game. But that, like you say, that's okay. Like you said, I, I, I tend to agree with that. It's not, it's not what he was asked to do. If you were if you were asking Ben to 
run out of the pocket and and it's is this not gonna is that gonna right. give him a give him a line around him he can see over the line he's got accuracy he's gonna win you a lot of games obviously he's a championship quarterback it's just like you say it's just the, they're not going to find guys like that probably yeah in the future to to, to play the position right that, now, uh, like he's played it you can now, picture him with a cigarette like a 70 he's like a 70s looking guy you know yeah. if you will well yeah, at least go eighties because I was going to say when Ben sure. came in, uh, he was a, the new breed of quarterback because it had changed over. I mean, you used to have guys, uh, you know, Colin Cowards, you know, making criticism of Ben not committing to the off season or whatever. But man, you had guys in the seventies getting drunk the night before games, sure. <laughs> you know, things of that nature. You know, there was. It was no working out or whatever. You know, these guys were tough. They were old school. They were smoking cigars. You know, Ken Stabler came to games hungover, if not drunk. <laughs> you know, so the, the position keeps changing. The breed of athlete, period, across the NFL keeps changing. So I just thought that was just an interesting take. And I thought about it. I said, wow, he is the last of, of a dying breed. Uh, you know, that Ben's it. They're all gone. So... Uh, interesting. We got, you know, Kyler Murray, he's 5'10". You got Russell Wilson, 5-something. And, uh, you know, they all coming in, not all of them, but we're, we're getting a lot more of your short, very fast, very in-shape athletes. So, absolutely interesting thought. Okay, thanks, guys. That's all I got. Uh, let's get to some pop culture. Take it away, face. Pop culture. All right. Thank you, sir. So, um, you know, started out with a few couple – significant uh, passings in pop culture to bring us down here a little bit here, but it's a couple of folks we should talk about here. Uh, esteemed actor Sidney Portier passed away over the weekend, 94 years of age. Uh, certainly a very influential actor uh, known for taking on some, some roles that were you know, certainly very significant in the 60 in, in his, in his era uh, with uh you know, racial tensions and so forth yes. and uh, playing some roles to where he i'm quite certain he knew of course that it's going to raise a raise awareness and maybe cause some people a little bit of a, uh, anger or whatever but mm-hmm. he felt it necessary important to come out and play some of these roles to uh uh you know, bring like i said just to bring more awareness and attention to racial divides uh, he was honored. He won an Oscar, and uh, he was honored uh, by President Obama with the Medal of Freedom for his uh, body of work. So, just uh, now, I, I, I have to admit, I'm just it's just older movies in general for me. I am I need to go back and watch some of these to appreciate them. So I will admit I've not seen his old films, and that's terrible to say. I should. Uh, for many reasons, but um, uh, again, I know he was definitely well received, receiving a lot of tributes out there. So, Keith, words on the Mr. Uh, Fortier, please. We, we don't have enough time for me to talk about. You're on mute again, sir. Sorry. Oh, sorry. We don't have enough time to talk about what uh, there you go. Fortier uh, means to me and what I think he meant to the world. Um, I don't see him as a movie star. I see him as a civil rights activist that did his fight through movies and what he did. Um, Broke so many barrier lines. Man, like like you, I'm not, I haven't seen all the old movies that he was in. I've seen a few. Um, I appreciate the man. Uh, But even up until not too long ago, maybe 20 years ago, one of my favorite movies with Richard Gere called The Jackal. Uh, he mm-hmm. played a, 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 an agent in that movie, and I really enjoyed him in that movie. Uh, 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 Bruce Willis was also in that movie, playing a real psychopath killer. But, uh, you know, my one of my fondest memories of, of Sidney Poitier is when Denzel Washington finally won leading role Oscar. And, uh, you muted Poitier, yourself? You cut out again there, Keith. Oh, what is going what's going on here? Uh, you mentioned what, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington had finally won the leading man Oscar, leading uh, leading role Oscar. 
and uh, Sidney Poitier had got two awards that night for different reasons. And I remember Denzel's speech. He was honoring Sidney. He goes, I've been chasing you for 30 something years. And the night I finally catch you, they give you two more. <laughs> it was a That's great moment uh, in the Oscars. So, God yeah, something I didn't know either. He had a 10 year political career. I had no idea. He was the Bahamas ambassador to Japan from 1997 to 2007. I did not know that. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Skinner, are you familiar with his work? Not like you. I need to go back and watch some of the movies. Uh, he was in Stir Crazy with Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Yes. I think that's where I knew him from mostly. And oh, I was wow. 10, 11 years old at that Classic. time when that movie came out. Um, but yeah, his family was from the Bahamas. And he was born in, I do know he was born in Miami, Florida. Um, so yeah, very influential, very important figure in history. You know, take aside that he's a, a well accomplished actor. Um, he's yeah. a very important figure and shaped the world as, as a, in, a, in his own way, the way it is today. Yeah. Very loved man. Very loved man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, yesterday, uh, Bob Saget uh, passed away. He was found uh, in a hotel room up in, uh, I think it was Toronto, where he was doing a, a, a comedy tour. Actually, Orlando. Uh, Orlando, thank you so much for yep. correcting me. Uh, so, yeah, certainly in our time, definitely uh, uh, a pop culture uh, figure in our generation, mm -hmm. for sure. Certainly with Full House back in 1987. And then in 1989, he also became host of America's Funniest Home Videos mm -hmm. and was on that show until uh, 2019. Holy cow. So, and then I went on to other hosts and so forth. So, I, I was not necessarily a Full House fan myself, but obviously it was a hugely successful show, very family-friendly show, as was America's Funniest mm -hmm. Videos. That, that, to me, that was something that on Sunday evenings was, it, it gave at least my me and my mom and dad uh, a family show again on Sunday evenings. And I can't remember that we had had something in quite a while. And it was another show yes. that we gathered around the television to watch. Oh, AFV is on. AFV is on. Yeah. It's Bob Saget. It, corny, host, goofy, all that stuff. But he was great for that show at that time. And I don't know. So it, it, it certainly was. And in his comedy, he was actually a very blue comedian. Uh, some people don't know that. But. Mm -hmm. uh, a well, very racy I was and comedy. Say, but. He was brilliant in the fact that he reached. He was so smart that he knew to get the most maximum exposure was mm -hmm. to reach the family. And he did it yep. with two of the biggest family shows ever. You know, America's Funniest Videos. None of the videos were risque or anything. It was nope. just good family laughs and fun. Lots of kids and babies involved. And then, of course, you know, uh, his, his, his TV show, uh, I forgot the name that quick. Uh, what was the name of the Full show? Full House. Full House. Full House. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, just a huge, huge family show. But if you saw this guy live, the most filthy mouth, <laughs> foul comedian. I mean, gee, the last appearance I saw him was at a celebrity roast. I can't remember who it was. Might have been Charlie Sheen or something. And I mean, you just cannot believe what was coming out of this guy. Shocking. So if you can't, if you yeah. want to hear some stuff, look up Bob Saget's uh, stand up or on a celebrity roast. It'll blow your mind. But he, I don't want to say fooled America, but he he was brilliant. In the fact that he said, you know, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to mm -hmm. put on this persona or this loving family guy and he did that but he was really something different than what we saw on television yeah absolutely he came back to reprise that role of on fuller house on streaming services from mm -hmm. 2016 to another four years it says which is just crazy and it recently had a podcast as well yeah it was john uh, stamos it was uh, john stamos celebrity rose yeah. yeah okay there you go that makes a lot of sense so skinner Bob Saget. Yeah, you guys kind of stole my thunder because I love his stand-up. 
if you would see a stand up and then go back and watch the two family shows, you wouldn't know it's the same guy. Um, but he was a great stand up comedian. Um, yeah, I was like you, Fish. I didn't really particularly care for the for the show, but I had to watch it because of uh, all the females in my life. Uh, not only growing up, but obviously with the five, you know, the, the four daughters that I have. So, um, but yeah, great man. It's going to be missed. Um, great comedian. Um, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. Uh, correction, yeah. guys. I'm pretty sure it was his roast. It was oh, his, his old roast. roast. Yeah. He, okay. he was being roasted. So, very good. Uh, okay. Excellent. Quick uh, comment here. I saw this story. I thought it was very cool. Uh, we know Sammy Hagar. Mm -hmm. has been living in Los Cabos mm -hmm. for quite a while out of Mexico. So he's created a, he made a bar down there, a, a very famous, and then he makes tequila. Mm -hmm. uh, he's been living down there for many years. He talks about it a lot. He's had songs about it and all that stuff. Sammy Hagar was recently named the ambassador of tourism for Los Cabos for his contributions to bringing tourists down to Mexico they honored him with that uh, honor. I thought that was pretty cool. I think it's so, very fitting. It sure. is. Very, He's very, done a lot for them fitting. down there. He went down there. He established himself. Uh, he became part of the community. He certainly became a huge attraction uh, down there. I think it's very, very fitting. Yeah, absolutely. And we just got a couple minutes left here, though. But the Golden Globes uh, making the news right now. Um, you know, we we know the awards. It's kind of the you know the award show before the Oscars. And we also know it's been taking a lot of heat because of its uh, accused lack of diversity in its nominees and its winners for certainly at least the last few years. So this year they're going to have the awards show, but it's not going to be televised. There's not going to be anybody there anywhere they're simply going to announce the winners and tweet those out apparently uh as they go so uh you know for one thing i guess of an award show is if if you're if you're not going to be diverse i guess you should you do you really don't deserve to yeah uh be publicized out there so this kind of makes me think of you know is the award show is the oscars potentially next or is it just are these award shows doomed to continue this trend for many reasons, including the fact that they're just sort of a relic in itself to begin with, and if they just continue to uh, not appear at the very least be as diverse as they should be with their nominees and winners, are these a thing of the past, Keith? Um, well, first of all, I want to say this: as far as the inclusion part. All I want to say is this. Don't come back next year and hand out awards to, you know, uh, you know, people of color for the sake of you've been accused of not being inclusive. Don't mm -hmm. do that. Make the real changes and the panel that makes the decisions needs to be diverse enough that everybody's included in the decisions. That's what needs to be done so that it's fair. Mm -hmm. Don't come back and, 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 and like they did a few years ago and just blatantly, you know, there was all these different uh, African-American or black winners, and you know it was done on purpose. It was done that one year. It was very heavy. It was very blatant, and you knew it was done to placate people, and that was a slap in the face. Don't do that, but make sure that the panel – that makes these decisions is people of, of, of right. various ages, various, you know what I'm saying? Make it fair. Right. Just do that. Don't, 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 don't patronize it. Just make it fair. Uh, also, right. I want to say too, I, I, I don't think it's, they're going to die off. I, the message is so confusing in this country right now. Here you have the, the, the award show canceling. And part of the reason is the inclusion thing, but also because of the COVID thing. But you got 70,000 people packed on Lucas Oil Field tonight for a football game. I'm very confused. Very confused. Yeah. Skinner, any thoughts? Uh, I couldn't say anything more than what he just said. Don't do it just to be doing it. It's not 
uh, it's going to look bad and even worse in the long run. And you're right, Keith. It does it does seem to stem from the panel. So I, I'm with you 100. percent Have a a a a very diverse panel, and then whatever wins wins. It, at the end of the day, it's it's the best actor. Yeah. Don't don't, right. don't give an award to a black movie, but make sure there's people on right. the panel that watch exactly. black movies. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, all right, guys. Well, on that note, can't uh, top that story and those sentiments. It is that time to come to an end another episode that's right skinner do you want to take us out please sir yes uh thanks for joining us once again and uh for brian fisher keith porter i'm michael skinner we bid you farewell and um crisscross chris Crisscross, yes, there you go. And uh, we appreciate your viewership, your listenership. And uh, we will see you again next week. Peace out, everybody. Peace out. I'm wearing, I'm wearing my pants backwards. I'm wearing crisscross right now. You guys are wearing pants.